Missed any of our weekend's O&M Live coverage? Search O&M Live wherever you get your podcasts from and never miss a second of the action. Cal, great performance today, mate. Ten goals and the boys really got the ball in there nice and easy for you. Was it ten? Yeah, you knew that. No, honestly, I thought it was nine. <laughs> uh, no, look, it was a hard fought day day. We knew they were going to come out. Um, it's always a good game here. Uh, thankfully, the conditions held up for us. Um, the boys are really, really clean for that first half. I thought, you know, our, our pressure around the ball and our balance around there has really, really got us off to a good start. So credit to the boys and, you know, credit to Lavi for putting up a good fight. Some of the young boys that have come up uh, with a few injuries are really starting to show what they can do and it's going to be hard to get back in the side for a couple of those boys coming back. Oh, I've, I've got my eyes on uh, Joe Berry. I'm his number one fan, mate. He's uh, he's like a Joe Boss 2.0, I reckon. So I think we've got someone good for now, but, you know, he's he's definitely draftable, a kid. Yeah, I love it. Hey, well, go and enjoy it. Well done on the 10 goals, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> What a win, good win. The third quarter was probably not what you wanted. You said it at the three-quarter time, let's get back to the Wang way, and the last quarter is probably more like the Wang we like to see. Yeah, it was. I thought our first half was was really good, the way we moved the footy. Um, even Cal said he has as good a service he's had all year, and in these conditions, it's probably saying something. It, there probably wasn't a day where the ball was going to zig, zig from you know, end to end and that sort of thing, but um, really happy with the first half. Our third quarter was, was pretty average footy, to be honest, but um, our... Our last quarter, I thought the first five minutes of the last quarter was a bit slow, but then to finish the quarter the way we did was pleasing. Yeah. And Cal gets on the end of him and kicks his 10, but the guys from the middle of the ground with their delivery, and even Lee McVeigh across that half-forward line, just a delivery inside 50 today was pretty good, especially in that first and second quarter. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we, we don't want to rely on Cal kicking 10, but um, I think it came from... We're actually able to find a fair few marks, probably around that 60 to 70 metres out, and then get that handball receive, and we get that overlap, and then it's really hard for defences to, to defend that sort of footy. So I thought we moved the footy through there, and our boys going inside 50 lowered our eyes a little bit, and you know, Fraser Hollandy and Paddy Warner, uh, Joey Berry, you know, got a few marks around that 40 out, and it probably made their defenders have to defend a bit more one-on-one than, than drop back in front of Kelp. And we're speaking off air, mate, about how young your side was today. So many guys under that age of 21, and, and I think you said five guys that played in your third's flag last year. So the future's very bright down here for Wangaratta. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we, we, we want to really keep pushing that. It's it's something, you know, I've said it a lot of times, it's well before I've been at the footy club, and, and it's a way Wang have been for, for a number of years, is to promote the juniors and get them in the get them in the sides. I mean, our points week to week, we rarely hit the quota. So um, I thought, I thought you know, they all played their role again, and, you know, we got some guys coming back. So it's, it's going to be really hard to choose some choose some spots on the ground. But at the same time, if, if there are changes, you, the guys who come in have just got to say, show the same hunger these blokes have. And we'll throw upstairs for a couple of questions from the boys. Reedy, Gus here, mate. Congratulations on the win. How much difference in your style of play and how much has your game playing changed when you've got so many players out of your best 22? Do you have to ju- adjust and go back to the drawing board or is it one soldier in, one soldier out? Yeah, that, that's exactly that, Gus. We, we really try and you know, teach the same sort of stuff week to week at training. We're lucky all those boys live in Wang. Um, you know, some teams, I suppose, have some the young guys who might be going to uni down in Melbourne, but the majority of these boys we had today are all in Wangaratta still, so one year out of third. So we're able to train with the likes of, you know, if you have a, a Ryan Batten come in, he's able to train next to a, a Michael Bordingon. So he, he learns that sort of rope. Um, you know, Joey Berry, Fraser Holmesine, you know, Paddy Warner, these guys all watch Paddy go about it and then, you know, the pressure Paddy puts on. And when those guys buy into it as well, um, it makes it, you know, a hell of a lot easier for the tools down there. Cal probably doesn't have to chase at all, which he, he doesn't mind doing. <laughs> the, um, 
just just our pressure from our smalls is really good. And uh, to, to be really blunt with you, mate, we don't change much at all. A player I want to talk to you about, Reedy, is, is a player that's probably unsung in the media, but I'm sure inside the four walls he, he gets a lot of praise. Luke Saunders, I thought he's, he's running his carry-off halfback today and sort of that quarterback role, he set you guys up so incredibly well. Your back six has got so many stars and I feel like Luke might be the forgotten one on many occasions. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's turned into a really good player, Luke. I reckon he's, he's getting a lot more of the footy this year. The one thing we just don't want him to lose is his defensive and his hard edge with the defending defending his man. Um, you know, O'Brien, he played on today for the majority of the games. He's a, he's a pretty classy player. And, and Luke did a, did a really good job on him for the majority of the day, but a few instances where he just didn't quite defend him how he would have liked. And that's that's Luke just being more of an all-rounder player. And he's getting there he's getting there pretty quickly. And, and as you said, mate, he's... He's had another great year, um, and and he's, he's another guy that I still think can pl- can make a lot of leaps with his footy. And um, again, he's another bloke who who's at training all the time, doesn't miss, does all the extras. He's yeah, he's a great one. Hey, Reedy, Dan here, mate. Congratulations to you and your boys again today. Just wanted to touch on you, mate. We had Stoney on in the pre-game, and he was talking about how professional you are and how you go about training. And you never play unless you're 100%, mate. So that's a testament to you. But how are you tracking, and how's the body looking going into next week and finals? No, it's, it's feeling pretty good. I don't know. I'm never 100%, so I don't know where he's got that from. <laughs> <laughs> as close to 100%, I think his words were. As, as close to. But, um, no, no, really good, mate. I, I've trained all week and, um, look, to be honest, I ran around Thursday night and, and thought about playing and um, I probably just thought, you know, let's let's take the extra week. This time of year, with my history and my, and my age, I guess, you you know, you got to you got to try and you know, cross all the T's when you get to it. So I, I'd, I'll be, I should be right for next week. Um, all things go well during the week. Reedy, excuse me, mate. Reedy, Robbie here, mate. I just thought today, um, really impressive performance. I think it showcased the uh, depth and the talent that the whole club's got. So congratulations on that. And a player that I was really impressed with today, and I'm, he's just got that good size about him, is uh, Harrison Hewitt. I thought he was out, outstanding today, mate. He just gives you another little bit of a dimension. What role did you have him doing there today? It looked like early days he might have been t- you know, sort of running a bit few of the players, but then he sort of found his own game. Yeah, and played as a pure mid today, mate. He's he's a player that's he's taken probably a little while to develop in terms of knowing the game and um, you know when to when to you know tackle when to when to sort of drift off and all those sort of things. His contest stuff's really good. What what Harry probably is still learning is how quick he is for his size. Yep. Um, his first four or five metres when he gets to the foot, he's, he's lightning, um, and he's getting better and better every single week. And mate, he's he's in our he's in our best midfield. There's no there's no worries about that. I mean, you know, every time we get him, um, yeah, he'll be going straight in the guts. And I think it was the first time him and Gotcha played in the same yep. side today. Um, and I was really looking forward to seeing those two go at it in the middle. And um, they, they were great. And we know how good a player Gotcha is. Um, but Harry, I think you know he's. He's going really, really well on the Bushies program at the moment. His last five or six weeks have been really strong. And, um, you know, who knows how far H can mm. go because he's got the talent to, to go a long way. Yeah, good size, mate. A lot of potential there. And, of course, we, you know, we often look at the emerging players coming through and, and what Cal was able to do up front today. But I like to look back onto my, and you see that defensive work that was done by Michael Boarding on and um, Del, Dylan Van Burlow today. I, those boys, I've, I've been lucky to watch them for a long, lot of, you know, decade. And they still keep doing the same things, Reedy. They are so reliable. Yeah, and it's no it's no wonder our, our back six or seven doesn't change very often. See you boys. Um, so Cal is putting in the ten he's putting the two hands up. So. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is too. Yeah, he's just gonna run past us. Oh yeah, ten, yep, okay. Um sure. but no, look um, those those boys down there, they um at the the back six hasn't changed for a while and 
and it probably is because they're all those those good ages where none of them are. I think Grozzy's the oldest down there, and yep. he's obviously missed a little bit. Boards is probably the next oldest, and he's only just turned thirty. So he's obviously still got a lot of footy. I thought he was fantastic today. I thought he saved oh. five or six certain goals, um, come off, spoil. Closing I mean, speed. I mean, he's, he's a star, mate. I, when, actually, when I first got to the club, I thought, who's this bloke? He, he could have, just with his, his traits, how he never went any further and, and played it even at an AFL level. He's, yep. the, way he, the way he covers the ground and the decisions he makes, he's as good as there is. I agree with that. Reedy, what's the next fortnight look like? Myrtleford next week, who only lost by two points to North Aubrey today. So they're rampaging and up and about. And then you've got to buy before the finals. It looks like you've all but secured a top three spot. Yeah, a, double, a double chance. Yep. It's, a, it's a really unique position that you're in, that your ladder position can't change ahead of the finals with two weeks to go, but only the one game of footy. Yeah, it is. It's going to be different. Um, I suppose you know, we, last year we had the last round and then a, and then a week off and then a final. So um, we, we'll probably look back on that and see what we did um, for that. But we've got to finish the season off first, mate. We've got to go out and, and play. Really, We don't want to get stuck into any bad habits before we get into the finals. We, we want to play four quarters of footy against Mert. Our last home game for the year, so we really want to finish off strong there. And then um, yeah, we'll, we'll have the week off, but we'll, we'll still get a session in on the Saturday. We'll get the boys up from Melbourne and have a session um, somewhere in Wang that weekend before we play our first final. And what's the vibe like at the club, mate? Obviously, the netballers in the A grade are going really well. The reserves, uh, heartbreak for them today, but they're up and about. And, and obviously, the thirds are forever being a, a strong football side. It must be a really good vibe and a good atmosphere at the Norm Mins at the minute. Yeah, it is. And, and look, to be honest, it hasn't wavered at all all year. Um, I think that's what I've been most pleased about with the whole footy club is um, you know, it's the, all the stuff we went through and, and all that crap. We just we just moved and put it aside and. And said, oh, well, you know, we did. We know what we did last year. We move on. The vibes been the same all year, and it'll continue to be. And you know, whether we win, lose, or draw, we still want to make it an enjoyable place for guys to come to and and get away from their day to day jobs. Can't believe we've gone this far. That uh, congratulating you as well, mate, on the yeah. on the reappointment as coach for for next season. Uh, I'd imagine a fairly easy decision to make, mate. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, it's probably more of a family thing for me these days. I've got to, you know, you'd be two two next year, so or at Christmas time. So it's. You know, how much time do I want to spend away from the family week to week is probably the biggest thing. But um, you know, I've got a really supportive wife who she's happy to get me out of the house, to be honest, I think. so. <laughs> uh, and then, but, yeah, I, mate, I've, I've loved my time here. And, you know, I spoke to you, Gussie, during the week. Is it, this is the whole community feel up here around the northeast. It's, it's a great place to live, you know, coming to the footy here. You, you know, you catch up with Adam Schneider and, and these sort of guys. And every team, you know, someone who's part of them. And um, it's great fun. And, um, and that's what footy's about, isn't it? Rudy... Last one for me, mate. If you uh, dream big here and qualifying final, which is your, you guys are locked into, um, how close, you know, obviously guys like Beta and um, Jackson Clark will be out. But other than that, are you hoping to have a, a, a full list to pick from, from those couple? Yeah, those two. Next week where you know, we should have, should have Grossman, White, Norton, Barrett and myself probably come back next week. Juice will be a little bit of a watch for next week. Um, he just started running uh, yesterday, actually, so we'll see how he comes up. But hopefully he can get that Saturday session in before um, before the first final, and then we, we can pretty much pick from everybody. Congrats Beautiful. on the win, Reedy. We'll catch you in the weeks to come. Snides, bad luck today, mate. We were talking off air. Good third quarter. It was a little bit late, a bit slow to get started. And they had a big guy down front who was a bit hard to stop, especially once Adam did his bicep in that first quarter. Yeah, not ideal um, having a guy like that with that quality. And, geez, he's, uh, he's in good form and just so hard to stop. So 
No, it was, it was a positive second half, but, you know, you'd, you'd like to do that when the game's on the line. And it looked like you guys were able to throw the Magnuson land a, really, a little bit at half time with a bit more speed in your forward line. It sort of opened up a little bit for guys like Jakey O'Brien and Ewan McKinlay. Yeah, look, I think the first half was pretty wet and slippery and, and the conditions weren't great, so we just wanted to keep it simple and play a straight line footy, and which we did okay. We just um, we had an opportunity, just didn't quite take them, and they seemed to go forward and kick them. So, um, yeah, that was disappointing. But then come out the second half, probably dried up a little bit, and we just said, just be, play free and take it on and see where it takes us against a quality team. And, and I think we might have, I don't know, won the second half or even tied it and uh-huh. or come close if more didn't play, that's for sure. But, um, but, yeah, no, look, pleasing way to finish and some good experiences, some young guys out there as well. And a couple of guys that had a couple of injury issues. Uh, Shawnee Driscoll who had the head knock and Butsy with the bicep. Any update on them? Yeah, I think Butsy's done his bicep, unfortunately, which is not good for him. Um, he's got some big ones, though, the old fella. So he just used half his other one. And young little Drew's just had a little, a, a, actually, a ripper cut through his eye. So uh, he'll be fine. He'll probably have about 10, 20 stitches in there. And he'll go again. He's a tough little country farm boy. So doesn't phase him. And we'll throw it upstairs for a couple of questions from the boys. Schneid's Gus here, commiserations on the loss. I want to celebrate a, a really big positive, and that's some of the youth that is coming through in your football program. Nick Newton, for, for mine, is one that's caught my eye on the few occasions he's played for Lavington. As someone that's been an assistant coach in the AFL system and obviously played at the highest level, do you think Nick has the attributes to get himself drafted? And what sort of a club and, and a role would he be looking to play if he was lucky enough to get his name read out in the AFL draft? Yeah, you, he does have some elite AFL standards. Uh, sorry, some qualities. You know, his kicking is outstanding on the outside. He gets his run and carry really well, and he makes good, smart decisions with the ball in hand. Um, so I'd be thinking he's sort of the half-backer wing-type player who can really hurt it, because every time he gets it, he runs 20 and kicks at 60. So um, he does have some great stand. I think what he's just learned, he's just a young kid as well, playing bushies, but he needs to sort of learn to take control of the games, not just quarters. Um, I think we saw the last quarter there, he was he was brilliant in the last quarter. Brought his own footy, but um, you know, the learning for him is just to do that more consistently. It's not easy, there's no doubt, but a young guy learning, and I think that's what... He'll definitely be getting some looks from some clubs, that's for sure. Uh, but when he when he starts to learn to realise how good a player he can be, I think, you know, look out. A player today that has found his way into the senior side in, in recent weeks, another one that's come to the club from Col- uh, Corowa, uh, is Bailey Pernagger. I thought he played a really serviceable role across halfback today and showing some signs that he's still got traits of being a senior footballer. Yeah, a little stumpy they call him. We found out today. We had Joey's old man in having a bit of a chat for Joey's milestone and we found that his name's Stumpy, so that's going to stick for the poor bugger. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he's just he's just brilliant too. He's just a young kid who, who you just want... just just plays, you know, and just tackles and chases and just doesn't give up. He's just got effort and, you know, I compare him and Yatesy, they're pretty similar sort of players. They're, yep. just, they're just good little competitors that you want and, and Yatesy's very clever with ball in hand and makes great decisions but, no, Bailey's come in and he's sort of been knocking on the door all year and our back line's been pretty steady, you know, injury-wise until the last few weeks and, you know, you know what you're going to get with him when he comes out there. So I thought he was fantastic too. Hey, Schneid's down here, mate. Again, commiserations to your boys. I thought you were really brave in that second half. But one player I wanted to single out who I really love watching, he's probably one of my favourite players to watch, is young Ewan McKinlay. Um, I thought he was fantastic today. He had 24 disposals. He kicked three goals. If he does obviously not go further with his footy and he does stick around at Lavington, where do you sort of see his best footy at? You notice he goes forward a lot and he goes in the middle, midfield and pitch hit. Um, where do you see his best footy? Um... It's a good question. I wish I had two of him, to be honest. We even put him back on the halfback flank there at one game through the year and just got some run and carry. And the kid was running, you know, he would have run 10K and a quarter. I think he got pretty excited. But no, he's, he's fantastic, mate. It's the way he goes about it, the way he trains. He's a footy head. He loves his footy. He knows 
you know, he knows everything about footy and, and just really lives and breathes it. And he's, the thing I like about him is he's very team-orientated first too. Um, and he's got all the talent in the world because his work rate's elite, his skills are elite, he makes great decisions. Um, but I sort of... We debate in the box a little bit. Do we need him down forward to pinch it and kick a goal or do we need him in the midfield? Because he's really that outside player for us, for the Billies and Tommies. He gets on the end of them and he breaks the line. So his best footy, um, I think he'd become, if he's stuck around the A&M for the next 10 years, which I sort of hope he doesn't because I think he needs to go test mm. himself and get better and I want him to. Um, but if he did, I reckon he could become an elite midfielder of the Ovens of Murray, that's for sure. He could rest up forward and, and kick 30 to 40 goals a year. Don't get in the mind your house if you go on holiday snides. That's, I'll just give you a heads up on that one, mate. <laughs> yeah, right I, I, had a, I had a tough <laughs> week last parties. week. Yeah, he didn't, uh, didn't really see him, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, mate, I, look, I, I think it's just great, mate, the, the way the positives uh, you're looking at. And I just get the feeling, and I don't know, you know, I obviously watched Lavington for a while. To me, with the, the talent, and the players don't do much wrong. They're just crying out for that bit of support for a key figure up forward. And... <laughs> And you can really build around that, you know. And I think that the talent's there to, to get it. They're just going to get better by the year. Hey, what are your chances, mate, of nailing that big forward for next year? Oh, I'm trying. Don't you worry about <laughs> I that. bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying since I got here last yeah. year. So, um, ah, look, it's... Do you see that, though, Snides? Like, oh. it, it really... It, you can just see what, how it would, what it would do for other players. Mate, oh, you, you, we, just, we just quickly chat in the box, and we said if more played for us today, we might have won the game by 12, 13 goals. You know, we had our opportunities, and we just... We are, and there's no doubt. There's no secret. We're lacking a key forward, and they're pretty rare to come by, and, and Moore's a sort of a special breed, but... We've sort of got a lot of attributes sort of covered in all areas. Our yep. backs don't give up. They continually fight. Our mids have got some class on the inside and we've got some spe- um, speed on the outside. We're just lacking that big key forward who just takes a you know a quarter by the balls or you know a game by the by the neck and just says right oh it's all mine and goes back and kicks kicks a four or five goals a game which we've really been lacking. So. You know, frustrating year. It's been very frustrating in a way, but positive in a way. I know that sounds weird to say, but, you know, I think four times we've kicked 19-plus points. Um, yep. like twice in the year we've kicked more goals than points. Um, and then I think we've lost five with six points or under and maybe one at 14. So you talk about just. Um, we're, we're very confident that we can turn it. We just, just need them few things to go your way. And, and footy's a funny game if it happens that they can lead you anywhere so yeah you're right we we really need a key forward and, and one more speedy midfielder for me would would really keep me happy and just speaking to defenders and young players i just thought jesse hart did a terrific job today on a very good footballer and liam mcveigh and i thought the young fella held up really well yeah he did positive for jesse he's played bushies all year and obviously his old man's a legend of the club and jesse's probably one of them players that you just you want at your footy club because he absolutely loves and breathes it he's been here since he was two years old you know so he Always training with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Even though he trains with Bushies Monday, Wednesday, he just wants to be involved <laughs> and be out there. So kids like that, you you know, you go down in Bushies and play good footy, and if he doesn't get picked up in the draft, then obviously the doors are wide open. We, we can't wait to do it. But um, he sort of had to fight for his spot too, and, and he got his opportunity there, and I thought he was great, and I think he's got a massive future too. What's been your highlight of the year, Schneids? Obviously finals won't happen in season 2023, but... What's been a moment or, or something that you've celebrated as the senior coach? Yeah, right. I haven't been asked that question before. Um, what's been a highlight? I think probably the standard of the league's been impressive. Um, it seems to be getting better and better. I really enjoy that and understand we're coming against some good players. But probably with a young team too, probably the highlight is, is just watching some of my kids, you know, get some good games under their belt and grow. Um, you know, and as a coach, you can't play anymore. You can't get that feeling out there to try and help. But 
you get a bit of a kick out of watching people grow and and that's probably you know a, a perfect example I use Nick Newton you know he's sort of put a bit of time into a kid like him who goes away and plays bushes but when he comes back he's so keen and eager to play for Lavi and wants to win footy like and that's where I go that's you know it's great you sort of set that environment for these guys where they want to come back and be a part of it so that's all you can ask and you just sort of build a footy club from around that and see where that takes you. Schneid's obviously now you won't be partaking in the finals you can maybe open the door and give us a few tips as to who you think is the team to beat this year and, and how you see the finals playing out from a coach's lens. Yeah, I know. I think you've mentioned three times we can't make finals now, mate. You're rubbing oh, into s- me there. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, <laughs> mate. Apologies. I know it's the same thing, Sean. Um, I'll clip him, mate. Who, who can win? Uh, oh, I think if Wayne get their, their healthy team, I think they're right up there. But it, it is the big three for me. Rovers are a little bit inconsistent in their performance. Uh, but they can upset it whether they can do it two or three weeks in a row. That's the challenge for them. Uh, but I've probably got Yarra just in front um, at the moment for me. I think Williams and their mids, Cam Wilson and guys like that coming through, are just probably too hard to stop. But but uh, flip a coin, I reckon, for them three, to be honest. It'll be an exciting series to watch. It's nice. Real quick one. Mate, if you were to look at the list you got at the moment, what percentage would you be able to say at the moment you'd be back here next year? Are you in a position to do that? Is it 70, 80? 100, mate. Hell. I hope it is. If that, that, I'll tell you what, mate, if it was, and you can find that bloody forward, yeah, no. happy look, days. No, it's, it's, it's a good discussion to have. You want to try and keep everyone. But I'm also a believer in, in younger guys going and playing at a high standard. I'll never hold them back to do that. And yep. you want you, Ewan's a great example. I think he needs to test himself, whether it's this year or the year after. Um, he's still got a little bit to learn in his game, that's for sure. You know, Nick Newton's another example. So guys like that, you wonder. Yeah. You know, they've got to go try it out, and I hope they do, you know, because you do want them to play better and if they do come back they come back a better player as well so um, at the moment I probably couldn't give you we've probably signed up about oh, 12 or 13 already which is good to see of some of the senior players that we're really after and we've got a really good 18s group coming through as well um, which will come into the senior program next year full time so yeah things are looking good at the moment. The, hit, the hypnotist is here tonight Schneids what's, uh, oh. what's on the agenda for the boys? Yeah I've, I've had my time so I'm just going to sit back and have a bit of a laugh and enjoy and you know, I've been under twice before, and so I hope a few boys get in there because it'll, be, it'll be quite a laugh. And I think my big, tall Jack Driscoll is a very simple, sort of laid-back country fella. I think he'll be he'll be a lot of laughs if he gets involved. That could be interesting. I, I do hope some big cookie will be good. Too, emerges cookie that. Uh, yeah, cookie's wide different. He won't he won't embrace it. I reckon he'll try and fight it. So, <laughs> uh, Schneider, appreciate your time uh, this afternoon, mate. Best of luck the remainder of the season and uh, bring on finals in 2024. No worries, guys. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Adam Schneider joining us on O&M Live Boundary Side with Scott Montgomery.